0: next season of his show and he's just wilding out with Nick Cannon all over the place like even though he's getting recorded
1: he does not give a shit that's why I wanted to play him because he's a true warrior a soldier (sighs) and a hero for all of us because I saw the Z-Way clip (sighs) on Twitter and I really appreciated it I also agree that social justice warriors can kick rocks okay So anyway, you want to you want to explain these candles to, to me. Do you want to explain, explain these very gay things to me right now. Do you want
0: exp- should I explain the idea of a tasting menu of scents, you know? Sure. So you have different moods, right? You know? Of course. So there's the everyday mood, which is the the green boy smells, right? Yeah. That's the everyday Italian uh, weed or whatever the fuck.
1: Right, that's Green Boy Summer.
0: Green Boy Summer always, yeah. yeah. It's that's Green Boy year round. That's okay. seasonless. Right? And then you have the concrete after lightning when you're like i just want some clarity because it's a little bit of a pep a little peppier a little brighter you want cool. some clarity right okay um and it also like fills a room really it has a strong throw right and then then you have the pièce de résistance which is the uh diptyque feu de bois that's when you're like i want to be cozy and this is a treat i burn it for around the four hour mark the appropriate time and then blow it out it's not an all night candle situation you're setting a mood you're deeply relaxing and Mm -hmm. then you're done
1: i didn't even realize that these things had specific durations also attached to them
0: really you're only supposed to do it for like four
1: hours that the vibe requires a certain amount of time well for melt purposes you need like a four hour melt oh does that make it smell better or what does that achieve
0: um it makes sure that it melts in an even way so that way you don't have tunneling Which is when you have like a lot of buildup on the sides, but it just goes down, and then you don't get a good uh, burn from the whole candle. So you're wasting money if you don't let it hit for four hours.
1: Wow. Okay, I never knew that. Yeah. So I'm learning that candles are astrology for gays. (sighs) And they're not not only astrology;
0: they're also money pits. I'm also curious. So the reason why you don't, you know, before you get to your curiosity, the reason why you don't light the feu de bois is that it is. $78.
1: $78. So, you, ne touche pas. <laughs> Unless okay. I get to enjoy it. Are you practicing French on Duolingo <clears throat> or something? No, that's You're just. You're breaking out a lot of it right now. And I don't speak French, so I'm threatened. Well, we, we, we call uh, them freedom fries around we, here. We, we, huh, ha huh. I mean, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> you know,
0: for the goods, I will always pronounce them correctly, you know. Uh
1: huh. Well, I guess what I was curious about. Was where do you even begin to learn all this stuff? I mean, I feel like that's a lot of detail regarding candles and their implementation. I wouldn't have. These even... are my rules. I've made these rules up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this is not a universal standard. There's the, no the four
0: hour burn is a universal. There's standard.
1: no F one for candles. There's nobody making a rule set and no telling you, hey, this no, is the requirement.
0: No, the four hour rule is a real thing. Oh, okay. But you're also supposed to be like fucking tr- trimming wicks and shit, and I'm like, oh, I don't have
1: time for that. Well, as we discussed, I, I tried to talk you out of buying a wick trimmer. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Or at least heavily implied that it wasn't very masculine of you to want to do. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not doing that. Not that that would influence you. No. I doesn't. think you would do it anyway. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay.
0: If it was like Roth Gold. Well,
1: it wouldn't <laughs> be an episode without Candle Talk.
0: Well, here you go. You know, we got Candle Talk. I am currently injured, by the way. What? I think I went too hard at gym.
1: At the gym? Uh Uh-oh, I've been waiting for this moment. What's going on? My left knee is not happy. Yeah, does it uh, lock up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I did an oopsie. Wow, you lasted a lot longer than I did. Well... But it was around the same mark. What what have you been doing? About two, three weeks now? A month. A month. Almost a month. Okay, yeah. yeah, you lasted much longer than me. It was around the third week... That I really had to take a break from running specifically. Yeah. You're going to have to figure out other exercises. For right now. Yeah.
0: So what I. Yeah. uh, I did the stupid thing and I just decided to try to blow through it. Blow through the pain while I was in Ohio. Because I was like this gym's going to be empty. It's nothing but fatties out here. So like it was me and five other people in a gym. I was like this is great. I have no shame. This is. My form can be absolutely terrible. Love this. But I had to hobble. I also had new shoes. And I was like, new shoes plus a little hobble. I was like, this ain't working. We're barely getting these two miles out. But I met my friend, the rowing machine. Really just cranked it out. Oh,
1: you finally did. Because the Brooklyn one. Always broken. Always broken.
0: Ohio. Four of them. Never never touched.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I guess a
0: shitload of calories, too.
1: Yeah, I bet it does. Oh, excuse me. What was that gravel? Mm. Um, You're supposed to eat an apple and throw it up before a musical performance. What? I learned this recently. Apparently that was a rule uh, Frank Sinatra would implement because it puts a little gravel in your voice.
0: Yeah, the acid will, yeah, it'll do that.
1: And he learned it from Nancy Reagan, who was doing it for other reasons. Yeah. Yeah, anyway... Uh, our fit listeners can weigh in but um i was told when i asked for advice around the runner's knee Mm -hmm. problem that you are just supposed to fucking push through it man yeah and eventually it goes away but it was torturous i mean it is not a good feeling
0: it actually feels good when you're moving but i found that being seated for long periods of time and then standing Mm -hmm. up i
1: would just like hobble precisely
0: and i was like looking up like what does this mean it's like you might have torn your meniscus or your lcl and i'm (sighs) like okay but like what do i do with that and the answer was like you want some surgery and i'm like no it's just kind of a pain in my ass
1: i think it's unlikely that you truly injured it i think you should just i strained it yeah you should just do some other workouts in between but also keep running so that you build it up and get through it
0: well i like did like joggies yeah that's fine They're stupid whatever
1: whatever you can if do that's you know speaking of prancers like i was like i'm prancing at the gym this is bad i mean you run at more than a jog when you're on the treadmill yeah like are you like sprinting you can't do that
0: you can go, like, big strides. I think the I was going a little too hard. When I was doing eight miles an hour, it was a bit too much.
1: Do you do that for the whole time, or do you work up to that and then work down? You spike. That? Yeah, I see. Okay.
0: I do waves of spiky, but my maintain
1: thing is, like, around a six and a half, seven. I mean, dude, I've been telling you, you've been running far, and you've been running a lot. It's the scale went back happen. up, though. Well, maybe you're building muscle.
0: Oh. I just chalked it up to, like, eating in Ohio. And it's like,
1: Oh. Thanks, Apple News, for interrupting the show. Wow. Um, let's see what the headline is. We might as well. Oh, the five best exercises for any fitness level. Ah! It's listening, it's listening, <laughs> it's listening. Make it stop. Plus, a simple morning habit that boosts happiness. I don't need that. Wow, I don't like the idea that the uh, the algorithm knows that it's on the show. Too. It's on. Oh, it's our third mic now. Oh God, album. thank you,
0: Series the third mic. Mm-hmm. She's like, yes, I do have an opinion. And you're like, ah, uh, yeah, no. I don't know. I, I mean, I at this point, I've, I, I've learned what the machines do. So now I'm like, I don't need to go to the like, the grandma section. I can just do them in, in the wild. As long as I don't go towards the like free weights, I'm okay.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: That's where the scary bros are.
1: I know. Free weights are a whole other thing. I'm not doing that. I mean, you have to learn a lot. I'm not doing it's that. like your candle rules. It yeah. takes like years and years to develop the proper form and technique yeah. and discipline to go over to the free weight area and interact with the bros.
0: I was just gonna buy like a fifty dollar kettlebell.
1: Well, yeah, you can do that too for home workout, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but you're already paying for the gym membership. You should just use the one there.
0: But I do this thing where I do home workout for abs at home on days when I'm not at
1: gym. Okay. I mean. Because I don't do that. I only do like the weighted. Crunches. Why is it embarrassing to do? I'm like, not pulling
0: a mat out and doing that. Doing in public? stuff on the mat. Yeah, that's yeah, gross. That's
1: what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. yeah. Even though they have the like hang back ones. You could also, I mean, it's not as good probably, but there's several different ab machines and lower back machines that you can utilize. Well, I found the thing
0: where you just like hold on and then jump up into it and do like hanging uh, leg crunches. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Love those. Love that. I was like,
1: oh, this is great. Yeah. That makes you feel like a gymnast.
0: It does wonders for your back too.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. You're exploring the whole range of things. Now Mm -hmm. you're injured. You know how it is. Yeah, it
0: sucks. Yeah. Well,
1: like I said, push through. Do some other exercises in between, but push through.
0: I'm going to try and do the bicycle, the seated bicycle nonsense.
1: Oh, you're going to just do a stationary bike, maybe. You that's gotta, you gotta really go hard on the stationary bike I to know, get the similar kind of amount of calories. You know, I know.
0: It's, uh, you got
1: to go really fast, really hard for really long. Nope, it's nope. definitely not as efficient, but it is better for your knees yeah, by a lot. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe only run three days a week. You know what I mean. I was only running three days a week, oh well, okay, maybe cut it on back, cut it back to one. I
0: think it's like don't go
1: try to do four every time and don't do fast four well, that's the other thing, yeah, that can't be the entirety of your workout. maybe it's your warm up, maybe that's what you do to what just get going, <laughs> you know, yeah, you jog a little bit, then you run a little bit, but maybe you only do a mile or two miles instead of yeah, doing like five miles or whatever
0: I think the the goal is like do some quickie quickie mileage. And then do the muscle stuff. And then do like a long runny day. Like on my day off, I do like a long runny day. But that's the thing that fucked me up.
1: Sure, I think. I mean, I think people that are like bulking up, people that like lift, they don't do all that much cardio. Yeah, but but you're here for weight maintenance. I'm here slash to slash loss. I'm here to cut. So thank you so yeah, much. You're gonna have to do it more often. I know. That's okay. That's well, good. That's fine. Yeah. How was the rest of your trip to Ohio?
0: <sighs> when I tell you. That the middle of the country is a desolate waste, wasteland from hell. I mean it. I just, you know, it gets me every time. It just gets a little sadder and a little bit weirder, and I go, "What the fuck is going on here?" You know.
1: I do know, but can you give me any particular examples from your own lived experience <laughs> that might illustrate this? Right.
0: Thing? So, like, you know, when you're, it's okay. So it's I landed on a Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a uh, the plane was half empty so it was great on the way there loved it F- fantastic highly recommend mm-hmm.
1: that avgas is getting rather expensive so i think people aren't flying as much i mean also it was ch- the cheapest you know, flight so. there's just no reason to go there so
0: there's no reason to go there and so we're driving like on the way home like on the way home to like go to dewey's because you know my parents like dewey's after I introduced them, it's a local pizza thing. Sure,
1: we've discussed many times right. your ritual with your mother when yes. you go home. You basically go to Target and go to Dewey's. Is that accurate? as soon as we <laughs> get deep plane? Yeah, because I forgot something on,
0: at home. Like I was like, "Fuck, I don't have a toothbrush," um, so it was fine. Um, but like you're driving up like Cedar Road, which is a main street of Ohio, and well, we used well, to be. Well, that's the thing. Went through Carnegie and then Cedar, and I was like, "Where the fuck are the people?"
1: Oh yeah, nobody.
0: No one walking, barely anyone driving, no traffic. It was weird. Like, go to the restaurant. There's three people inside. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Also, upon planning. let's talk about this. The service industry in Cleveland, Ohio, let me tell you, non-existent. You, you know, you wake up early, you're like, fuck it. I don't want to have a coffee before because I want to sleep on the plane. By the way, New LaGuardia, beautiful. Chef's kiss. Absolutely amazing.
1: I avoid LaGuardia at all costs, but I'll take your word for it. It's my least favorite airport. Stunning
0: renovation, really stunning. Okay, Beautiful. so it doesn't
1: it doesn't feel like you're in a basement locker room anymore. No,
0: no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. It feels like it's the nicest airport
1: that I've ever been. to. Really, in. that's shocking. I find that very hard to believe, but I'll have to experience. It's it on par with myself. like Atlanta or Charlotte. Can't say I've ever been to either one. I must have been to Atlanta at one point. Even that's Philly's kind of nice. Hub, but like. What why what are these airports that you're going to? I do a lot of layovers. I go to a different area of the of the country yeah. than you do. My layovers are usually Minneapolis or Seattle. No, I don't know those. But I otherwise I fly I fly direct, baby. Yeah. We're I fl- not doing any fucking layovers. Well, I'm trying I'm to, not going to the American South for no reason. You know what I mean? I went to, South of the Mason-Dixon line we do not go unless we're going to Florida. I had Shouts to go to Florida to last time, you know. Yeah.
0: Um that was wild. No, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It hasn't been fucked up. Wow, though, okay. Basically the thing.
1: That's great. Um That's good. It's it's been in need of that probably since nineteen fifty one.
0: Whenever it was open, yeah. yeah. Um but truly beautiful, but they uh, I was like, Oh, they have a Keels. How fun. I'll buy some eye cream. Great. You know, they have all, all your amenities, all the all the goodies, like fully like the cleanest thing you've ever seen. Wild. Anywho, um leaving I try to go to Cleveland and be like, someone give me a coffee. These two women are harassing this this clearly-don't-give-a-fuck cashier at a Brugger's Bagels, which
1: I already... Local staple. I was a Brugger's Bagels club member when I lived there. so sad for you. It was around the corner. And my young girlfriend at the time got mad at me and said, I'm just a Brugger's Bagel version of a girlfriend to you. What? And in a weird way, it was very perceptive. What does that gonna even c- mean? I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> what does that even mean?
0: Oh, yeah. It's never as good as... Yeah. Because
1: I was always complaining about how bad bagels were in Cleveland.
0: And she retorted with a Bruger's insult? Yeah.
1: Well, to herself. Incidentally. Girl, oh, she
0: needs to work. She needs to love herself. I don't know. I
1: know. Well. Oof. Okay. I, um, hope sh- I hope she's found what she's looking for out there. Oh, boy. In Amish country.
0: Anywho. Um what was i gonna say you uh, were at a brugger's i was at a was so then i out. abandoned i abandoned it because i was like these these gals are not gonna figure this out so then i go turn around i'm like oh good a, a donkey dony great three people in line not anyone behind the counter to be seen i'm like
1: i give up is this at the airport in yes Cleveland? okay yeah, yeah, yeah
0: so like post nap i'm already groggy i'm already pissed i'm what already what time like, is
1: this what time of day
0: 11 in the morning
1: oh interesting okay
0: I didn't do like a crazy early flight. I just was like, eh, right, do a 9 a.m. flight and get there in 11. Okay. Nightmare. True nightmare fuel. I was like, what the fuck is this? So.
1: Well, yeah. Louis C.K. has that joke, that classic joke about um, Cinnabon, landing yeah. at the airport and eating Cinnabon. You never get something when you're landing, you know?
0: Well, it was kind of. I kind of like,
1: feel that way. I want to get the fuck out of that I, airport. I want a beverage on my way. I you understand know. that. I guess so. Yeah. I'll, I'll stop at the Starbucks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's fine. But anyway, it just goes to the idea like the emptiness is like everywhere. You're like, I yeah, can't find true. anything. There's no one. There's no one around. You're driving around. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it's just weird.
1: All of the action in Ohio, in my experience, was in the suburbs. That was always true to a certain extent. I was
0: in the suburbs. At
1: least when we grew up, it felt like a real city when you would be in the neighborhoods you're describing, yeah, you know the ma- the main drags. When Will says Chester and Carnegie and stuff, you could think of it as Fifth, Sixth Avenue. Right. You know, these are the avenues there, and there's literally no one on them. It didn't used to be that way. Even like
0: Cleveland Heights. Well, the part of Cedar that I was in is Cleveland Heights, which is like you know, yeah, fairly interesting.
1: Used to be again used. To used be. to be, but uh, th- like there used to be in the in the original because where you live it, I would call the original like exurbs, not even really the suburbs. It's the outskirts of the main part of the city. Right. It's sad. formerly. Yeah. Those areas used to be neat and charming because people like me from the suburbs would go to them and be like, "Oh, this cool urban neighborhood." Right. Because they were little like they used to call them streetcar suburbs. I don't think Cleveland particularly no. had streetcars, but they have that kind of vibe. Right, Small houses, close together, a main strip where there's all the stuff, right? They don't have that anymore. And in the early 2000s, they still did. And those were the fun yeah. parts. That's where you would send tourists, too. Right. Like, hey, yeah. you want to go see a movie at the Cedar Lee and then pop down on Coventry and yeah, do go the to the things. toy store yeah. and do the restaurants and do all the stuff. Gone. Just gone. I what would... Whatever's left <sighs> of it is like, you know when a mall... Uh, is still extant, but is clearly dying. So yeah. there's mostly empty storefronts, but then they'll just be like something. A
0: Penny that won't die.
1: Not even that, but like there'll be a thing that used to be an optometrist's office. Right. That's now like a COVID testing center. Right. It has the vibe of like a folding table and one sign, sad, yeah. no matter what business it is. The entire city is that now.
0: Yeah. It was what, I mean, the, the P-Fit that I was in was in a Barnes and Noble
1: <laughs> at a mall I used to work at when I was 16. Oh, which one was this?
0: Richmond Mall. On Richmond Road and something.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think you went to my P-Fit. Oh. That's it... the one my dad lived right down the road from there.
0: Sort of. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was maybe 10 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be that one. because so it across the street from like a Dave's? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the Daves is in a strip mall, and Across then, yeah, the street, yeah, 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 that's the one, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's really weird. It's an entirely empty mall. Yeah, and the former department store is now a Pfit. That Pfit's actually no,
0: that was a Barnes and Noble
1: or whatever it was. Yeah. you know, just big box thing.
0: Well, the I mean, I had a weird like nostalgia trip moment. So like, obviously, I'm just like trying to roll my way through everything, and you can't really pace that. It's really hard. Um, but you're working on your form, sure. Um, but like a song that was buried in my iTunes that was from a playlist at American Eagle when I was 16, started playing when I was in the place that I was like, this is weird. Um, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is getting creepy.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but that, that P-Fit is actually like a perfect illustration of the whole phenomenon you're right. talking about. Just something soulless goes into the hollow space where something equally as soulless was used to yeah. be you know that's everything people there don't really realize it either
0: it's like the i think mo-
1: it's happened so gradually that it's like the frog in the boiling water where like everyone's just like oh that's normal right because in middle america it is this is not just a cleveland or an ohio problem if you're in des moines iowa it's the same shit i mean there's very few places outside of the coast that have escaped this condition it uh,
0: seems like albuquerque like, there's strips well, I, of Euclid Avenue that I was like, y'all got meth? Well, what, what is going know, on? Oh,
1: yeah, probably. I mean, you know, ironically, like, the desert southwest is more prosperous. I mean, the Sun Belt and even the south now. Right. Places like Richmond are way nicer. Oh, beautiful. And yeah. And more charming than Ohio. Because there's money. Yeah. There's no money. Yeah, I mean, you know, the money's just not in the urban center at all but it's not even in the suburbs. And the way that they try to put it into the urban center is like we've created another beer bar. Right. And you're like, "Why? Stop this." Or we've built condos that nobody lives in. Like, I think I even yeah. shared the story with you one time when I was living there that I was stunned one time going to um like the West Side Market area, the West Side of Cleveland, that there was multiple brand new like brooklyn style soulless condo buildings no that were just them. empty because yeah. i was like wait they're charging the same rent as living in new york who lives here who the fuck wants to do that i don't and i think it's just for businessmen to like take hookers to i honestly I can't figure it out i don't know how those things are sustainable
0: i mean there was so there's a stretch next to this really beautiful old bar called night town that i used to frequent
1: yeah we went there together when you visited well, I was living there, no, no? that. Was, oh, I'm sorry, that was that a was the fair place. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: Nighttown was a jazz club, um, jazz club piano bar. Um,
1: oh yeah, I'm sorry, I yeah. know Nighttown, of course. Yeah, been,
0: you know, frequent guest.
1: Um, this is the Cleveland episode. Sorry, i just going to for <laughs> listeners. I'm that just going to recap this really already.
0: quickly. But there was like a new condo set up, like at a weird at the weird triangle at the top of Cedar Hill, and I'm like, who the fuck is that for? All of these homes around here are cut up into apartments for students anyway. Like, what is this for? The
1: only people that I can imagine it being for are the hospital workers. Because legitimately, a lot of coastal elites from very good schools and opportunity come there to work at the cancer center. But they can just buy houses. Yeah, but uh, but honestly, I don't think that millennials think that way. And honestly, they probably can't. Oh, that's true. Um, You know, my dad's house, which he purchased right before... This whole real estate situation popped off, and even then, I mean, it was already really gnarly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he paid twice what it was worth uh, at the very least. Well, if it's and held together by like some screws. So now, a year and a half later, I got to imagine that the same house is over a half a million dollars, which for that a- which for that area, I mean, just you know, the couple of pot bellied guys that own landscaping companies. And one or two doctors in neurosurgery at the Cleveland Clinic can afford that. I don't know how anybody else would do it. Right. You know. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, one of the people who, like, worked with the guy who did the first heart transplant um, was the husband of uh, his... I worked with his wife in art therapy stuff. Um, But they lived in Euclid, like, five blocks away from me in this really beautiful, like, stone home. And I was like, what? You live here? What? She's like, yeah, we don't really, you know, we don't need to be wild. But they would just, like, travel everywhere. And she, yeah. she was an interior designer, but
1: not really. I think a lot of the, like, established wealth in Cleveland lives there 75% of the time, right. but has second home. I mean, that's even true of the... Yeah. Middle-class people there, the vast majority of them live in Florida half the year. Yeah, Everybody's snowbirds, you know? So when you're talking about this desolation, it's like even the people that live there only kind of live there. Right. The the people that are stuck there live there, but anybody that can leave for any amount of time, like even my dad, he doesn't have a second home right now, but he has five or six weeks of vacation a year because he's worked at the same company for 35 years. Like, he is... Often in Las Vegas he'll spend the whole fucking winter there, right you know, using his rollover vacation, and he still got more the next year, so it's like everybody's doing that, yeah, nobody is around. it is weird, I mean, yeah, yeah, one of my friends growing up uh, uh, her dad was
0: uh basically like uh immunology, like did AIDS research and stuff like that at the clinic. They would just go to Denver for a month, like around oh, yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah, and New Years they'd just be like yeah we're we're in denver this month. I'm like, what?" She's like, yeah, and it was just normal. I'm like, what?
1: No, no, no. I knew a ton. Of, I knew a ton of people grow, growing up that did that type of thing. Like my f- good friend's mom was a flight attendant, so they got free flights to wherever they wanted. I'm sure they don't run that deal anymore. You never know. But it was like free for everybody in the family. So at multiple points throughout the year, his dad, who was just some sort of corporate consultant who like worked from home before it was cool, right, was just like, yeah, we're just like living over here now for a while. We'll be back like whenever and we would have parties at his house and stuff cuz his parents would just be gone for extended periods of time. There was another person I was friends with that it was the same way. Isn't
0: that a child isn't that child abandonment kind of?
1: Not when you're a teenager, dude, it's fine. Mm. I don't know. I think I'm trying to think of when I got left home alone for the first time. I was probably 10. For months though? Oh, not for months, but I mean as a teenager, yeah, sure. My parents would have left me home for months at beyond the age of 14, yeah, sure, why not. I mean, actually maybe when you can drive. I'll amend it to that. If we're being a little conservative. Yeah, but I don't
0: know. That still seems a little childish. Nah, no, I don't know.
1: I watch my nieces grow up, and like my niece, who's eight now, she's getting to the point where you're almost on the verge of just being able to babysit your little sister and let mom have a night out. It's like,
0: yeah, you'd be surprised. Just don't open the door.
1: Yeah, they grow up fast. Just don't really leave the house. And then once you're a teenager and you're driving around anyway, and you're, you know- Then it's whatever, Sleeping yeah. over people's house, It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, just sure. leave them alone. Who gives a shit? Hmm. You know? I mean, I'm sh- maybe there's lasting scars from like being abandoned as a teenager. I have no idea, but we had, your- we had a lot of fun. I, I don't think there is any lasting well, scars.
0: going through lots of emotional trau- trauma.
1: Sorry, Daddy Boyko. We were abusing your abode. but <sighs> And the Warenbergs. Wow. And the Gerardos. These names again. These, these were the hot houses back in the day. Oh, boy. And the Sullivans. I mean, they were just home. They just let us do whatever.
0: The insanity of that is just wild.
1: I remember when I was living back there, I was recounting a story because we always used to get high in Graham's attic. And his attic was like right over his, uh, well, it was the room next to his mom and his stepdad's bedroom. So it was like the guest room. But, (sighs) you know, it was steps away. So we would crawl up there and get high just whenever we wanted. And then we would come down and just eat all the food in the fridge, just all the food. Yeah, they know. Yeah. Well, one day, Dave, the stepdad, who, bless this man, he was so tolerant of our antics, he wanders into the kitchen. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. He has to work at 5 a.m., you know, and it's already a problem. And he doesn't even say anything about that. He just says, guys, you got to stop eating all my lunch meat. I need that tomorrow. Oh. And it was just like one of those moments where I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. And it made everybody feel so much worse. Uh-huh. But we still, I mean, I don't know. We still did it after that. It didn't really stop <sighs> us, but. God. But hey, yeah, that was, was back different. when Ohio was fun, before it was desolate. Yeah. And scary. We, it's a little, <laughs> yeah, it's a little like, ooh, I don't know.
0: It was weird. I, I was like, uh,
1: I don't know. So did you mostly just hang out with your mom? Because in case it's not obvious, you well, went it was out Mother's there Day, for Mother's yeah. Day.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, do, I mean, I don't, I don't really have anyone who lives there except for one of my friends. She's like, I'm busy. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I also forget to like call her, so it's like, whatever.
1: Oh, that's fine. There's nothing worse than someone that comes to town and doesn't give a heads up. You got to give some notice. No, about, no, no, no. People are straight up busy. It's
0: I always just forget. Um, like the only the last time I saw her was for Lauren's wedding. I was like, you want to be my date? Mm-hmm. Let's go get fucked up. Well, I,
1: I can't remember if I said it to you, but I've been repeating it a lot lately because I think it's really true. I realized like last week or the week before, you can only have two friends and a partner. Like, honestly, in adult life, at the end of a week, that's about all there's time for.
0: Uh, no, you, can... you got
1: one or two nights with one person and then one or two nights with the other two people, and that's it. So if somebody comes to town, you know, and they're like, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna be in like Friday through Sunday. Like, let's hang out." And they let you know on Thursday night. You're like, "Yeah, no, one actually day, not. don't care." Yeah the the only day I have off is my day is my day off, right. not just from work, but from everyone. everyone? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, no, unless you're a very special person, you don't get to you don't get to do that. Uh, you know,
0: I don't know i I think you can be because uh, I did I did work event Friday. But also, like, went out on on date on Tuesday and then yeah. did, like, I I, like, was very social. And I was like, God, I'm so fucking exhausted.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying, man. And at a certain point, if you want to maintain every relationship that you're juggling in the air, that right. requires basically every night you have to do something.
0: Or that you actually have to respond to text messages and that just kind of... Well, got Puts it, it off. forget about <laughs> that. You have to
1: respond to text messages all fucking day. No, all the time not no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. You got I'm a
1: group message over here. Famously,
0: I don't respond to messages.
1: I know. So, you know. You know, but when things progress a little bit more, you don't really have that option anymore. Mm. You can't preserve that for very long. That's a necessary sacrifice you in, just go, in this modern age.
0: You go, all right, I got five minutes. Already. Checking in. All right, great. Yeah. But, um, like, I don't know.
1: But, yeah, th- things things get busy and things get difficult. And, and in one way, it feels good. It's nice to be social and have energy right. and, and keep that momentum up. But, you know, you're also old old man now. I, mean, I feel it all the time where I'm like, if I don't get a day off here, by which I mean no podcast, by which I mean no nothing. Right. I need to, you know, I need be to be on the human. iPad. Yeah. Not a normal human. I need to be a complete Sub-human? fucking waste of time. Right? Yeah. Uh, or I'm going to lose it. Yeah, you know. You got to get you got to get that in. I listened to David Foster Wallace's This Is Water commencement Again? speech. Okay. You know, I well I revisited it at least once a year. Uh-huh. Um but today was the day. Cuz I got to work and I have been annoyed lately with a certain individual there <laughs> that I will not expound <laughs> on anymore. And he he does his, you know, he does his young person thing where he rolls in and starts talking to me about Game of Thrones or whatever. And I'm like was it, 2018? it is sir it is nine o seven a m we are not doing this right now, yeah. so I put my headphones in and ignore him but uh I put on the this is water speech because I was you've been having this problem too in in recent months, so you'll relate where I was like, okay, I'm getting angry and i don't want to be angry I just don't want it yeah i don't want i don't want this to be compulsive. Right. I need to make a choice right now, and that whole speech is about being aware that's all it's about that like real truth and real education and real enlightenment in your life comes from constant awareness and the extension of your empathy through your awareness. Right. So I wanted to listen to it and I did and I and I I almost teared up at one point because it was getting to the end of the speech. I had been feeling frustrated and I like walked to the sink at work just to like get a glass of water or whatever and it just came over me like okay. All right, we're good.
0: You're crying in the break room? I, There's a rule
1: against that. I didn't I didn't cry but it was like I was right on the edge of just Everything was hitting at once. Right. A lot of momentous events in my own life, listening to this thing, trying to internalize it. Like, it's different when you really listen to something right. than just having something on, you know? I had already listened to two podcasts at that point in the
0: day. Oh, that's One humanity. while I
1: was up and about, one while I was on my way to work. That shit's just in one ear and out right. the other. You listen to Chapo, you listen to this or that. I don't even yeah. remember what they fucking talked about. But I was really listening to this because I knew I needed it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like going to do the float tank or whatever. Yeah. Certain things for me are that type of experience where like this is the day we got to do this. Right. And there is no moral to this story because I, I, you know, I got a little misty and then I went back to my day and I proceeded to be pissed for the rest of the day. Even with that on my mind, you know,
0: but this is, but if you're aware that you're angry,
1: exactly. This is the whole lesson because he even says in there, he says, I'm not telling you to do anything right? and I'm not giving you moral advice. What I'm saying is just sometimes, you're going to ignore this advice, but at least know that that's what you're doing. So it helps to know. I
0: mean, that's just, you know, it's hard to be self-aware. The moral of the story is it's hard to be self-aware, right? Because it's almost impossible. I can find ways, but like it's, it's a, uh, it's about locating. you know, it's, this is a sales tactic, find the pain, right? So like, where is the actual pain that is being caused in, in, that's causing the short fuse? And, like, is it just a matter of, like, frustration about X that is manifesting through something else? So, you're just, your brain is just, you know, the steam valve is just going like, well, we're going over here. Because you're not, you know, acknowledging where the the actual pressure valve releases. You're like, the ancillary one, well, that's going to get it.
1: Yeah, the the ancillary one always gets it.
0: Which is not fair to ancillary
1: one. It's, of course, it's not.
0: You know, and then, inevitably, ancillary one busts and then... Has ancillary two and three, and then you're just leaving a wake of destruction in your past, uh, in the path, not maybe past. Um, you know, you can you can kind of. That's not a way to survive, though.
1: No, of course not. A lot of
0: people think it's a way to survive.
1: Well, that's just a lack of self-awareness at the end of the day, you know right. what I mean? If if you are constantly keeping in the front of your mind this is water, that's not going to happen to you. But that's what I mean when I say it's virtually impossible. How many people can do that consistently all the time? Oh, no. It's a difficult it's a difficult thing. But every moment is alive with possibility and you have to remember that. And if you're denying it, you're allowed to do that. Um <sighs> you're going to explode. Hey, hey, but no, 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 because when you when you're actively indulging in Mm. your particular emotion whether it's anger or whatever's beside the point um if the indulgence is active that's fundamentally distinct from the passive blowing of the valve yeah that's not the same thing it's not a mechanical problem yeah you're releasing the steam in a conscious way and that's all that it's for So I only bring I only bring that up because it's all I got, man. You know, like, you know, I'm finding adult life difficult to manage at the moment. It's just busy and I don't like busy. Yeah. I like chill. You know what I mean? Well, and I don't know if that has anything to do with the desolation in Cleveland or.
0: Well, because that's what
1: too much chill is.
0: is It's stasis where I was. I was like also trying to find lunch on a Monday and everything's closed. I'm like, yeah, how do you people fucking live? I know. Like, it, it's just this kind of thing of like, well, we just kind of go along. And I'm like, this
1: sucks. Well, and that's back to the frog in boiling water. I just think it's happened so gradually out there to people that have been there that they don't realize. Yeah. Nor do they desire. I'm not Again, I'm not making a moral prescription of they should do it one way or another. But it is interesting interacting in a, in a zone like that where uh, the chill is a passive chill. You want to actively chill. If- Everything needs to be conscious. Decisions need to be made. It's just the nature of the decisions is what is stressful or not i think
0: right? I think it's because, as you know as a city it is it is retiring as alongside its population, so like things are not moving in any particular time frame, you know. Does that make sense? Where it's just like, yeah, yeah. we're just slowing down, closing at six because everybody's home. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is this?
1: Well, and one business might do that, but then the big box stores are still open like crazy hours. You can go to a Walmart anytime right. and the workers there are like consistently and just, upset. and Yeah. Y- you know, it's not a good vibe. It's a no. clash of civilizations where, you know, there's the, the technocracy that expects one thing of any place and then the place itself, which is just like, hey, we're retiring. Can we die with some dignity? And, you know, yeah. Amazon's like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it's a harsh vibe. It, it doesn't weird. feel yeah. good. No, yeah. it's
0: very bad because like, I don't know, like, as you know, what's the latest that I stay out? I don't know. I was out to like 11, two nights last week and I was like, this seems fine. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to go hard um, in my life anyway. Like, it's just too much... That's just too much fucking effort that I don't want to pay forward to the next day. Um, But it just... Oh, boy. Like, to see just, like... I don't know. It's that, like, possibility of an island, like, puddle in a desert. And I was like, this, I gotta go. And I, like, found myself getting, like, a... Ang- like itchy and anxious and angry also because of the whole idea of like hi i'm spending my time here and you guys don't want to do anything like you don't want to go anywhere or do anything what the fuck right right like they're like yeah we're just a little tired We don't want." i'm like these I mean, are I... three days uh, yeah exactly that could have been for me or i could have just worked and then had a normal ass weekend off later for me right that i gave up and now i'm like what the fuck
1: Right, but you shouldn't get frustrated about that, because it was Mother's Day, yeah. and you're giving this time over to her, and yeah. whatever she wants to do, and even if that means nothing, you must submit. I submitted, yeah. Which is the entirety of the gesture. You right. can't be imperial when you're giving a gift, especially if your presence is your present. Yeah. That's, you gotta be good vibes only when that's going on.
0: I also yelled at my dad. That was fine.
1: Really? <laughs> Can you talk about that or was no, it serious? Sh- no, it wasn't serious. Oh. It was just what like did he do? TV
0: was fucked up. So we we're like, oh, let's just go buy a TV. Fuck it, whatever. Because they're like, you know what, what to buy. I'm like, all right, we'll just buy the TV I have. And then we get back and he's like, it doesn't hit my channels. I'm like,
1: shut the fuck up. Money was just spent <laughs> and you're being a petty little bitch. Does he watch like analog TV? Is yeah. that the issue? So- but I was
0: like, you have 300 things that you can watch now. Because it's all, like, even the free shit on a...
1: Oh, yeah, but man, this is a very Cleveland problem. You know how my dad gave us the analog to digital, like, converter for the TV. Because right. it was horrifying, the idea that you didn't have the channels.
0: Yeah, whatever. Did you ever unbox it? No.
1: Well, I mean, can you imagine, though? You know, let's say you're used to the streaming economy, right? You've always had Netflix and HBO and YouTube and all these things for decades and decades. And then one day, someone comes along and says, those things are not what people use anymore. Stop watching them. And you're like, but wait, my drag shows on YouTube, my cake show is on Netflix, and my Gilded Age show is on HBO. I don't have those now. Right. Your dad is suffering the same fate where he's like, all I want to do is watch the local news and golf on Sundays, and now this is virtually impossible. But like, you can watch all of those things. You can figure it out, but imagine learning like an entirely new ecosystem. Guess, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say, like, you got to extend some empathy to him. I understand why he's upset by it. The move, maybe not in the moment, I understand your frustration as well. But the move is to be like, okay, here's how you do that. I was doing that.
0: Okay. And then was met with the, but it's not working right. And I was like, you petulant it, little cunt. Right. It just works I in a different way you than right you're now.
1: used to. And you're going to have to adapt, old man. But man, I'm sympathetic just because. The older I get, the more challenging that becomes. Imagine if somebody told you, like, hey, you know, YouTube just doesn't exist anymore. It's all on TikTok. (sighs) I don't want to learn TikTok. I mean, you don't have to learn it to watch it. You have to learn something about it. I guess. You have to go out of your way to download it. You have to put in all your information again. You don't know what it's taking from you or what it's about to give you. You just don't want it. You want it in the way that you usually get it. It's okay to be a little bit conservative when it comes to your life and just expecting some consistency, you know? Especially when that consistency is a decades-long habit. Yeah, It's tough, dude. You can't take away their TV from them. It's one of the last things that they have. You know what I mean? It didn't work. It, like, didn't turn on. I was like, okay,
0: so we're going to go get you a TV.
1: Let's go. I understand. You solved their problem on one level, but I'm just speaking to the deeper anxiety that I think bubbled up. Somebody lost their valve, and you're right to you know shoot them down for not extending their empathy but i'm just i'm I'm just painting the picture from the other side and saying like oh man you know you're used to doing something and it's gone now get over it and you 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 know like think about how pathetic it is to literally wait for something to die to rectify a problem right like you must be so attached to the old way to like let it burn out to its last pixel before you finally, like, somebody comes and imposes on you an improvement. Right. You must be really wedded to that psychically. I don't know. And you know what? Like, And, and I get it because, like I said, I'm not, I'm not even just talking about your family in particular. I think with this Midwestern desolation is all around this. Like, the old world is just going. And, like, the last vestiges of it, watching the, the local news at right. 6 p.m. reliably from an antenna means a lot to these people and they can't even have that anymore i also hooked up their antenna to it so
0: i did the thing well i'm glad you did
1: that i like
0: did it all um but like you know i also felt like i don't know when i'm sitting there quietly i'm like i know you want to scream at this man but you have to live with him i
1: don't so fuck this i can mm-hmm. scream I yeah, don't give yeah. a shit. well you totally can too Thank God you're not enthralled to your parents in any meaningful capacity. Yeah, yeah. I, I was having a conversation like that recently where I was talking about how I resent people that get money, you know, from their parents on a regular basis. And I did have a year of... <laughs> Funding. Well, assistants. you know, I know. And, and I get help, too, yeah. a little bit here and there. But it's not to the level of, like, the fucking people in New York that we're used to dealing with. Right. The secret rich that we talked yeah. about recently. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's secret rich but me. Right. Yeah, yeah, it actually is true. We're not secret rich. We're just, you know, hey, you need a $1,000 loan. You can have that. That's really different than you get a $1,000 regardless every All the month. time, yeah. So my point was just that I was expressing my resentment towards people like this. And it was made apparent to me that the downside of that, hey, the money's great. You know, nobody's complaining about that. But now you can't do shit like pop off on your parents when they're acting idiotic um, because... They're like your boss.
0: Uh, you, the faucet, and could turn it's really off, nice
1: know? to be a grown adult in the sense that my parents don't give a fuck what I do. I don't give a fuck what they do. They can't tell me what to do. They can't tell me what to say. No, that's a nice position to be in.
0: Well, it's mani- you know, it's again, it's uh, you know, I I said this off mic, but like part of like you know being young and being like, I want money, you're, you're like you know part of that is like just wanting to be a confident person. And part of that comes from just being a grown ass adult who's like, I don't have to rely on anybody. If I want to figure some figure it out, I'll figure it out. It's nice to have like help occasionally, but like right. if you're in dire straits, you do you know how to buck up and fucking figure it out?
1: Yeah. Being able to rely and having to rely is Very a wide different. gulf. Yeah. yeah.
0: If you have to rely, you're not really you're not really making it. You're kind of you're waiting to go back to some kind of supper. Well, it's
1: like succession. Like, everything ends up being an emotionally manipulative situation right. from one side or another because you're politicking about stuff. Right. I don't have politics with my parents. That's why we can love each other like a family does instead of, you know, compete with each other over the, s- over the resources of resources. You yeah. Know. So many of these secret rich people, it's like fucking you know luxembourg warring with belgium every day and you're like get over it but like no one cares about you
0: again what's what was that thing of like opting out like that like soft opt out like you don't have to take it it's nice but you can also just it's also like polite to turn it down like you should want to turn it down like there. okay so you know this is not a made-up rule this is kind of like a rule of like uh what's it called like it's kind of like a mm who did the like handbook for, um, dinner stuff, like dinner rules? Oh, dinner party the, rules. the
1: the the manners lady. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember right oh, now. Fuck, I can't remember either.
0: Like the idea of like you know if you if someone offers you money or offers you a tip or something, you you refuse it twice and then on the third time it's impolite to not take it, because they're really just like no, I want you. Oh no, I couldn't. Oh, but I want you to have it. No, I couldn't. But. Here, take the fucking money then you go okay thank you like it's same thing like if someone wants to pay for dinner you go no 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 i could never no 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 i could never okay i'll thank you and then you just kind of like you have to put up a fight yeah like it's a lot like you know um chinese people do this all the time of like fighting over the bill of, like no i'm gonna fucking pay no i'm paying ah like you just scrap for it and like whoever's usually the quickest and secretly pays is usually the one who wins right and that's a big power move i've had it done to me um, and I go, you bitch. Um, you know, like it's it's you can do that, and you should always go no, no, fine. Or you can just be like, no, it's okay, it's fully fine. Like I I often get the ask. I don't know if you get this ask of, you okay? And you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You like like, side, like the subtext being, you need money. I'm like, no. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You need some money? I'm like, nah. If I'm like, fuck, I just paid all the shit off. There, like, do you want some money? I'm like, no. I'm just annoyed that I forgot that I did that. Oops. Right, 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 right. So.
1: Yeah, well, I think what ends up happening to a lot of people is that they would like to be able to turn it down because they do realize that there's a certain amount of dignity in just um, being independent, Um, but it's a vicious cycle Um, because at the end of the day, you are dependent on it. You don't have a $3,000 a month uh, apartment with your job at a at a gallery if you're not in thrall to this situation and you happen to like your $3,000 a month apartment more than you like your own dignity. Well, and that's fine. Hey, I think if I was in a similar situation where I had the infinite supply, I'm weak. I'm weak. I would take it. Mm. I, I think, I think a lot of people are lying to themselves that they think that they're more fortified than that i mean of course if i could have a better standard of living and all i had to do was like do what my parents said sometimes i hate to say it but i would do it although from the other side where i just don't even have this option it's very easy to not respect that
0: yeah i don't Uh -uh. but
1: I, i i think it's disingenuous to claim that you would do otherwise in that circumstance especially if that had been your circumstance your entire life do you know what i mean? You, you don't yeah, know what but... it's like to, ha- to not have and then have. You've always had in most of these situations. So the, the pulling of the rug this late in the game would be way more jarring than if this happened to somebody as a teenager. Like I think some people that end up being really wealthy in their lives are really hungry from the get-go because they know what it's like to go without. Right. I think the cowardly people are the ones that have never known and will never know. We only know because yeah. we're so downwardly no- m- mobile. Right. We're not really from money anyway. And what little bit of money is around is just in the form of, like, do you need help paying a bill? Yeah. And we're Midwestern, so we decline it until we accept it, you yeah. know? It's not really, like, this is all just circumstance. Everybody's luck is, is what it is. Right. Um.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of don't get, I, I don't understand it, and I, I'm okay not understanding it, because it's always, like, nice to be, like, you know, the idea of, like, oh, you want to come home? Are you going to come home? Like, the leading question of, are you going to come home for this? I'm like, no. Sometimes, it's like, oh, I have to work. Sometimes, it's like, no, I don't want to. I, I'm i living my life. Right. Over here, doing doing what I'm doing. Even if it's just, like, oh, but you're, like, everybody left. Like, no one's around. I'm like, yeah. Peace and quiet. Fucking love it. Let me have, you know, champagne on my couch on Christmas Eve and I'm fucking living. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know.
1: Yeah, but it always depends on what you worship or whatever. Like, I had the thought today that um, I'm a little bit scared for the future of my family. Because my parents, my dad will retire just fine. Except he's right on the edge, too. Like a major economic downturn comes or something that'll either put off his retirement or wipe it out. Right. Depending on who he listens to for investment advice, because this has actually happened before. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's not wealthy enough to be able to weather, uh, black swan events with bad timing. Right. So I worry for him on that level. And he's the best off person in my family. You know, I was talking to my mom for mother's day and like, it's likely that she will never retire. And she was, uh, expressing to me and it made me, So sad, especially in the context of trying to have a nice Mother's Day conversation with your mom, that uh, she's having a hard time finding jobs because she's old and doesn't have a college degree. And there's a lot of discrimination along those lines, because if a 60-year-old applies to a job and a 30-year-old applies to a job... Well, you're
0: going to get more out of the 30-year-old. You're going to get more out of the
1: 30-year-old, and also, frankly, you can abuse them more because they don't don't have any questions about their worth. Right. So she's having a lot of tr- she's struggling right now just for money. I mean, she's making less than fifteen dollars an hour at the job that she's at at her age. Can you imagine? I'd shit a brick. And so, I always knew she would probably never retire. But like, that's pretty dire straits, you know. And my sister's in a position where like her husband is a drug addict, and he can contribute money when he's okay and he's around. Sometimes he he's just chaotic. Right. She makes enough money to get by, but you know. I'm the second of the four of us. I'm in the, the second, second wealthiest best position. <laughs> yeah. And my position is pathetic. I sleep on an air mattress to give everybody an idea. So yeah. like you could just, point out. but okay. what, what I was trying to express was that at the end of the day, like, I mean, I guess I don't know what I was trying to express. I mean, this is coming out of the context of this conversation about secret rich people or whatever. It's like what they have sounds like such a golden parachute to me that it would be irresistible. Yet they would never be in my position and I can't right. know it. And like, I think that, that it explains a lot of fundamental gaps I have with like people I'm friends with or just with like life experience. It's like, you know, I didn't really come from precarity right. and now here I am and here my family is like, none of us expected this was going to be where we were. Right. And we're all in like a way worse off position. Right. Um, most people stay the same or get better. At least that's the American story, you know. And I think you could probably relate to that too. I mean, you're an only child, it's a little bit different without a sibling and your your parents seem okay enough, but they're not like great. Oh, they What are. happens with when in their old age they need healthcare, you know? And I th- that's what I was thinking right. about this situation in terms of was like, it's only going to be another decade before both my parents need care that neither of them can really afford. Right. And then they have two children that also can't. Yeah. I mean, what happens then? It's very, yeah. it's very alarming. Mm-hmm. And, and because I'm getting older and I have issues with my body, you know, the runner's knee comes up and you're like, Oh, like again, Louis CK joke of like stretching. That's just a thing you do now. Right. It's not going to get any better. But you have a thing you do every day just to make it stay the same, same level of pain. That scale only grows on an exponential curve. That vertical, once you hit that little hockey stick curve, it only gets worse.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. And
1: it makes for for a scary recipe because unless somebody gets really, really lucky, and your odds of getting lucky the older you get go down, you know? Windows start closing. They don't open so much later in life.
0: I don't know about that. That I don't, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I mean. I, w- I think
1: you would have to admit that the frequency is less. Eh. The potential is still there. It always is there. It's there at 60 at, at the same uh, intensity that it's at when you're 20, but the opportunities are less. They yeah. just are. Yeah. Your life is constrained by all of the complexity that's led up to this point that you must maintain. Right. Your body, your money, all of it. Right. There is no more gambling as much anymore. There's so much more to lose at every every day that goes by.
0: I, uh, you're not wrong, but like the uh, the like twisted optimist to me is like I don't know. You just you truly just never know what you know, good or bad. Kind of weird shit can happen. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like I, God forbid. I mean, if if like, just like as long as you people don't lose your minds, you're gonna be fine. Like it'll be okay. It's just if they start to go cuckoo, and
1: I'm like, you guys are already fucking crazy. Well, right, but the other side this. of the twisted optimism is that happens to a large percentage of old people. Right. You know? That's not out of the question. Just look at Joe Vibin. <laughs> he's having a lot of fucking problems. you know. And he's the fucking president of the United States, so it's not even like your luck necessarily gets you out of certain inevitable problems. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of things have to conspire to make a life go right, you know? And I am uh, very jealous of the people that will never have this problem. Well, yeah. Uh, enough conspired before they were ever conceived to just rectify all of this in material terms, anyway. And the psychic little like succession conflicts that they have uh, with their family—well, that's you know that's their living hell. That's their cross to bear. They are in hell every day. They don't have a psych like a, a psychologically healthy relationship with anybody around them. Well. It's the price you pay for, like, medicine. Yeah, I mean, I know? guess
0: it's, you know, but, you know, a extra palm 20 just smooths a lot over, you know? Yeah. You can know. numb a lot and work through a lot in therapy that you don't have to pay for.
1: I guess so. You I know, know, yeah. I, yeah, I hate to I hate to be all doomer because I don't even really feel that bad about it. It's just, like, a thing that's on my mind, you know? It's a reality more than it is something to, like, feel emotional about. Yeah. Which is the thing, like... I think the worse off you are, the more that that starts to happen. Like, you do get hardened to events in life where, you know, you have to keep up that sort of blind optimism in the back of your mind and just trundle on. You literally just have to soldier through it. And it makes people that get hysterical about anything seem more and more ridiculous, actually. You know what I mean? The most emotional people are the people that uh, have the luxury of that.
0: Uh, Yeah. You're not wrong because, yeah, yeah, you get to luxuriate in in the feelings of stuff. And it's like, well, are you really reflecting? If you don't have time to fly off the handle, you have to do that kind of like the water work, which you described of like, where am I? What am I doing? What is happening? And you got to make that shit a lot shorter. You do. You don't have have a day to waste to be like, I'm sad about. Exactly. Bitch, get... Nobody wants to work. Bitch, get up and work. Yeah. Thank you, Kim.
1: Well, and you have to work even harder to have that this is water discipline of, remember, just this is your little kingdom that you're mad about. Extend your empathy. Don't take away a 23-year-old's joy at his dumb, rich life because you're mad about your old life. (sighs) You know? I don't want to do that to another person. People that did that to me when I was young, I hate it. Right. Eh. I don't want to be a person that people hate. Not for myself, but for them. You Mm. know?
0: Mm. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't know. Shit talking's fun sometimes, though. Of course. just Why does the 20-year-old have Margiela on? What the fuck is going on on this day?
1: You just got to know that you're doing it. And preferably, it just happens behind their back in a space that they'll never find out about. That has 150-plus episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. Oops. Well...
0: You know if they don't if the 20 year old doesn't know like isn't smart enough to at least lie and be like i got it at the sample sale then they're they're morons anyway can't be trusted too stupid
1: Ugh, i mean don't even i can't even i can't even begin to talk about this right now
0: i would love i would love to know
1: there's just there's just so many oh things my god! i start off every day in a bad place
0: well yeah about two inches lower because the air in the air mattress has let out overnight
1: mm-hmm just two inches closer to the grave (laughs) every passing (laughs) inch by inch (laughs) inch by
0: inch uh how do you measure air milliliter i don't i don't know Mm. cubic feet yeah Mm. do you know people get drunk at in uh day drunk at uh cemeteries now
1: i think people have been doing that at least in new york that one in ridgewood is a very popular famous day drinking destination Ohio people. Just i used to get drunk at the cemetery in cleveland too speaking of that garfield's monument that's different that's a used monument. to go there and try to see ghosts
0: yeah that's different that's not that's also you know at night not in the day in plain
1: that's view. true it was at night but i'm sure people went there during the day i don't think this is a weird thing i think this is with the lawn chairs you know chairs? You're, you're you're in the bardo man you're communicating with your long dead ancestors by getting tanked i'm
0: i in, i do not think their that's
1: earthworm ridden presence
0: with their giant hogs. What? Do you remember that portion of Lincoln and the Bardo? I don't. One of the ghosts has Oh, has a
1: huge t- has a huge piece, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Trips on it while he's flying or whatever the fuck they did.
1: Well, good for him.
0: Hmm. Can we Is it too late to get into necromancy? Resuscitative
1: What are you trying to Raise the dead? Raise yeah, the dead dong? I know what necromancy <laughs> means, but wh- you just wanted for the dong. Yeah. You're just trying to find all the the large hog <laughs> Dutchmen of Dutchman. the world. Wow. Okay.
0: Well, my metaphysics is based in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Let's move on. All right. It's a shorter episode, sir. How but long it is checks this? Out. This feels
0: long. I I talked a lot. One hour, old. almost exactly. I talked a lot today. I don't know.